0: This this, this is it's always game day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata.
1: We are back on it's always game day in Cincinnati. Lindsey Patterson, Mike Santagata, Mike, how you doing?
0: Um, better than I was on Thursday.
1: (laughs) That's good to hear. Uh, For the Bengals, not so much to be Uh, honest. It's a good
0: game. I mean. Typical Bengals Twitter after a loss. I mean, that
1: was was a good game to you.
0: It was just no, like, it was a good football game to watch, like, taking fandom out of it. It was back and forth down to the wire. They lost in the end. That stinks. I know that it becomes all reaction season with, like, this is the end of the Bengals season. It's all over. And then other people are like, no, this means Joe Burrow might be lower than CJ Stroud in somebody's rankings. No, 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 none of that.
1: None
0: of that. I I, I know there's like not a lot of. the first half wasn't fun, but I had a lot of fun that second half. I don't know. Like, the Bengals coming back, and then, yeah, the Tyler Boyd drop at the end kind of stinks. I don't know. Maybe I'm just on my medication for this COVID, and I just had fun. But I came away, and I was like, man, that stinks. But, you know, teams lose to these young upstart teams all the time. The, the Ravens lost to the Colts a couple weeks ago. This Texas team lost to the Panthers two weeks ago. This stuff happens like this isn't a sign of like oh, the Bengals just aren't that team this year. It's just like put it in perspective like they've won four in a row. It's hard to win 10 games in a row in the NFL. You're going to drop a few. Uh, That's why you don't want to start so slow. But when I watched it, I didn't come away thinking like the Bengals are toast. Like this is the worst thing I've experienced. I know you're at the stadium. I haven't experienced. Well, I experienced one Bengals loss live that was in Pittsburgh, though. I have not mm-hmm. gone to Cincinnati and watched them lose yet uh yet. Uh but yeah, I mean like, yeah, the game it stunk in the end to lose and Hendrickson's injuries and uncertainty. But really, I don't know. They came back and I was impressed by that at the very least. The Boyd long play to get down to the end zone, that kind of led into something that I think gets a little bit overstated sometimes. Is like, oh, but you gotta bleed out the clock. So they don't have time to take the ball back. And I'm like the most important thing here is score a touchdown.
1: And that's what they wanted to do.
0: Yeah. Like if Boyd, if Boyd could score a touchdown, he should score a touchdown there, which he couldn't, he got tackled. Um, And then that's why I, that, that quarterback draw on second down, I was like, that's just a waste of a down. Like, I guess you're making them use a timeout, but I mean, shoot, come up with an easy pass or something that might work because both the passes that were uh, thrown had a chance. Irwin and Burrow, not on the same page, on the yeah. one play where there was a lot of room to the flat, but Irwin was running it an out and up. One of those situations you wish you had T because Burrow was kind of like, Oh, don't, don't even run this up. Like I'm going to throw this out because you have so much room over there. But Irwin thinking I have to run this as the playbook says, uh, runs it up, turns around, can't find the ball in time. And then the Boyd one, unfortunate um, not to say he lost the game and we'll get to the defense, which, in my opinion, was worse. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, not to say he lost the game; he didn't win the game. It's unfortunate to have two drops. I mean, I don't know if he's dropped another. Does he drop maybe one ball? Other than that, all season he's usually very reliable. He just really felt is. like he dropped that one pass, twenty yard pass, when the offense was stalled, and that just felt like ah, man, this just isn't the Bengals' day. But then he had the chance to redeem everything and dropped it again, and that's just one of those situations to me where I'm like not the Bengals day, you know, you're just, you're not firing on all cylinders. Uh, They almost were able to pull it out. They didn't deserve the win, but they made it a very competitive game. It was a close one. I know a lot of fans want to be angry and mad and sad about how this ended up. But to me, I was just, I was glad to have seen a great game and I wish it went the other way, but maybe I'm too optimistic about it. What'd you think? (laughs)
1: So I did just get back from the stadium and I will say that there's so many different emotions you can put into that game and you could look at it and say the Bengals should have lost by worse because the yes. Houston Texans had more opportunities in the first half and things worked out for the defense when it comes to turning, you know, getting turnovers. But at the same time, the Cincinnati Bengals had opportunities in the red zone. So I would say this, and I am one of the, I try to always look at the glass half full for the Cincinnati Bengals. And I don't – I'm going to use this comparison, and I hate everything about it, but I'm going to use it. 2021, 2022, 2023, they're in the same exact position that they've been in the last three years. This The same exact position that they've been in. There's a difference, I feel, because you look at the division. And I would say Baltimore losing today helps the Cincinnati Bengals, but the biggest thing is the short weekend and playing the Baltimore Ravens. You still have – the Steelers in front of you still have the Cleveland Browns in front of you. Both of them winning today. Um, obviously with the Cleveland Browns playing the Ravens, that's beneficial in some way. And the Ravens dropping one doesn't get them too far ahead in the AFC North. But for the Cincinnati Bengals, they had this opportunity. They were at home. And I'm not one to throw that on Tyler Boyd. I know how a lot of people felt as soon as it happened. Tyler, you got to catch that. That was extremely important. That That's the game. That's ball game. Um, but I think Joe Burrow brought up a few good points in his post game. He said we wouldn't have been in that position as far as the field if it wasn't for Tyler Boyd in the first place. And I agree right. with him, you know. They they were able to do that and it's just unfortunate. Of course you want Tyler Boyd to make those catches and it just it felt for me offensively and we'll get to the defense in just a moment. But for the offense it just it felt so conservative. Like they couldn't do anything after that first drive, and it felt a little bit of a repeat of the Seattle game. But obviously they won that game here. But it just felt like the urgency wasn't really there. And then when they got urgency, I don't even blame Joe Burrow for throwing the interceptions. Like it happens. One was a really bad ball by him. The other one happened too. You're trying to get aggressive. You're trying to score some points. You're trying to you know score a touchdown. I don't mind it, but those are opportunity opportunities too. I don't think this game showed me, oh, they're without T. Higgins. They can't get anywhere. They're not doing anything. But everybody needed to step offensively. And the offensive line, we've praised them plenty over the last few weeks. I don't feel like Alex Kappa, obviously, going back and watching the tape, you'll be able to see more from the offensive line. He didn't have his best game. So. Yeah offensively, we'll stay with you first, and then we'll get to the defense, because the defense is the biggest eye-opening problem for me in this game. And I I think they'll be fine, but at the same time, it's a little scary uh, with a few of the unknowns after that game. But offensively, I feel like you can point the finger at a lot of different people on the offense, including Zach Taylor.
0: Yeah. uh, Did you think that interception that bounced off Drew Sample's hands, was that on Burrow, or do you think that was on Sample, or do you think it was just it's so is that the one you're saying was a bad ball because i mean I, so I don't good. know if it was perfect but i do think that i'm not even the biggest tanner hudson supporter but if they had hudson yeah. in there he might come down with it because yeah. that's just drew sample is just not that type of athlete to i know he has a nine something ras mm-hmm. score but like literally on the field he's not that type of athlete to sprint on a seam route be able to turn around jump in the air high point a ball and come down with it that just felt like yeah bro you, I, th- I think this was a. Uh, this was unnecessary. He <laughs> did not, on first down, need to throw a top-shelf seam ball to, to Drew Sample here. I think you're just taking a heat check. The other one, all on him. Yeah, I don't know how he didn't see that corner dropping back like that. But, yeah, when I saw that Drew it Sample one.
1: It not, not, they should have been, I personally, it, it was the offense in the first half that disappointed me more than the second half interceptions.
0: Yeah, I agree. And what it felt like to me, I mean, I want to go back and see, but... It felt like they stopped because when teams sell out to kind of try to take away their deep ball, they just let them. They're like, okay, yeah, we'll just take all this underneath stuff. But then now teams are kind of like closing in on that stuff real hard. So it felt like in the second half, they kind of opened it up like, okay, they're selling out to take away the deep ball, but we're still just going to throw it there. Like, we're still going to take our shots. We're still, we're just going to challenge those safeties. Like, they're like cover two. You've got two deep safeties there. Who cares? Throw it. Like, (laughs) that safety is not a corner, first of all. And second, like they can't cover everybody downfield. So make them actually expand back like that and really commit to it rather than, uh, be able to show that and then move and be able to play the stuff underneath. I felt like that was the difference where they ran four verticals quite a few times. Um, the Lord's played some people, uh, that was, and usually has hinge options in there on the outside in case, Uh, the wide receiver feels like they're not getting past the corner. Mm -hmm. And one of those plays, Yossi Vash hinged and Burrow threw it as the go ball. And I was like, ah, come on, you got to run that out. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. There was, there were a few moments that were a little upsetting, but it was fun to see the offense get opened up like that again. And that Burrow throw where he rolled to his left down the field, 40 yards downfield to chase was unbelievable.
1: It was. We should be talking about that. We should be, and I know we will, and obviously we'll look ahead. And it's a short those week. Those
0: kind of stuck in my mind. Like I, I mean, I guess like maybe that's just different than what a lot of people are <laughs> feeling. But I, those yeah. throws and like they they could have won the game, and the defense didn't finish it out, and especially <laughs> they just didn't tackle Noah Brown at the end. Like they've got a backup kicker. We don't need to. Just, I mean, I yeah, just... he probably makes it but we don't instead of stripping the ball get the guy down like that's what's most important right now but there was a there are a few moments like that um it just it feels to me like one of those I feel like we have this game every year and this was a more like exciting the Jets game of
1: 2021 it. sure
0: you can think but this is a much better offense that we're yes. facing at least it's not like Mike White or something like that this was a very good rookie quarterback having a very good game he's showing that he's most likely the offensive rookie of the year and with the state of quarterback play across the league he's in the mvp discussion um and i think it's he he, he uh cj Stroud made that one bad throw at a time you really can't make that throw through it right to cam taylor Britt. but other than that i mean the guy played light, lights out and that just happens i mean we can think of all the times that joe burrow has just carved up a defense and do you think that defense is just like, oh man, that defense stinks? Like, no, because I would
1: think of the 49ers defense. Yeah. And I think that that defense is bad.
0: Yeah. And like maybe there's reason to think that this Bengals defense showed that it has a lot of issues. And I think there are things that seemed un. <laughs> that didn't seem uh, very good <laughs> in this game from them. We'll get to it. But yeah. I don't know. Like I watched the game, and I guess it's just a different opinion. I. I- it's upsetting they are last in the division they're also over 500 it's upsetting that they dropped this game I don't think it was a must-win game Uh, I think this was a should win game and could win game but when we talked I think I was bringing up the most important things were the trenches on the offense they lost that battle and then I think I said something like the Bengals defense has the the Bengals' run defense has the edge on paper. Well, they didn't in this game, and that completely flipped it to me where it made things a little not easy for Stroud, but when you create run-pass conflict like that in -hmm. this game, it's going to make playing defense really, really difficult, and this was a team that really couldn't run the ball, and they only had one running back that they used. It's not like they were cycling guys in and out. They were always fresh. Singletary was the only guy out there, and he had the best game of his season, and – I haven't looked at his career, but I'm sure this might be up there.
1: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
0: Go to your happy place for Happy price. Go to your happy price,
1: Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/specialoffer all lowercase that's shopify.com slash special offer. So I, yeah, I want to flip to defense right now. Look, offensively, there's some things to work on. Um, I personally just felt like there's just a lot of just miss opportunities, a little mistake, but I do not put this game on Tyler Boyd. Um, I just never, I never felt that I was disappointed when he didn't catch the touchdown, but I still had faith that lose defense would be able to finally just get a stop there uh, because they were getting a few in the second half, but it was disappointing. And Look, we can praise them all the time. They always find a way to get a turnover. Felt like they got the turnover late, that they were going to be able to um just really kind of seal the deal. Game's gonna be over, good stop for them. The Bengals are gonna put a touch on touchdown on the end zone, and then they're gonna they're gonna make uh, the Texans try to score another touchdown to get the go ahead. But it didn't work out for them like that. Defensively, I'll say this. Ugh, this sounds like such a hot take. I almost felt like Sam Hubbard was missed more than T. Higgins today.
0: Uh I don't know. Maybe. It
1: <laughs> like, couldn't number one. Yeah. Would that
0: have helped that much? Like, I don't think having him would have helped. Think, you him. don't
1: think CJ would have gotten a little more pressure, too?
0: Well, you talk about the run defense first. Well, well, more we'll talk about, well, you
1: maybe. don't think Sam Hubbard was missed today?
0: I think he was missed. I think T. Higgins was missed. Yeah. What do you think was happening that first half? <laughs> the yeah, Jones I mean, that too. But, but, but I would say. There.
1: Not to say that T. Higgins is not, when he's out there, he's absolutely amazing. We just saw him come off of his best performance. But the defense was so disappointing that I feel like you needed that an extra defensive playmaker out there versus what I needed on offense, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I guess when I was diagnosing what was going bad with the defense, to me, a lot of that was the interior. It was the same thing we talked about before, and they stepped up in the 49ers game. But when I was watching Carter and Tufele get knocked off the ball 10 yards, that seemed like a bigger issue. Like that's not something that Robert's going to really make up for. And I think he probably would have brought a little more pressure. Uh, maybe got a little too excited with uh, some of these guys like, oh, it's, you know, we're gonna give Murphy and Osai and Sample a chance. And none of them really showed up too much. I mean, we'll go back and watch. None of them had sacks. Uh, I know Murphy was near the passer at least once because it got replayed feel like it. <laughs> with the helmet to helmet as he fell down. So I, but I don't think I would say Murphy had a big impact on this game. I want to go back and watch. I but at the end of the day, it felt like the interior was getting gashed. And then they weren't making the they weren't making tackles, whether that's the linebackers or the safeties. I mean Scott missed tackles, Pratt missed tackles. Um, can't remember if Hilton missed tackles too. And those things can't happen. It felt to me a bit like the defense that we were watching in like week one, week two, with all the missed tackles. But to go with it was much worse coverage. Um, No pressure either. I think that's a big problem. I think week two might might be a good example. I for think what week I two is a very good example. Time. Yeah, like Lamar had all day. Lamar was throwing the yep. guys that were wide open. Lamar, you know, was able to run the ball. They're getting thrown out of the club. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of plays where I'm watching 95 get thrown out of the club. You know, some of those guys. Watching CJ running in yeah push him downfield uh yeah it's i think sam hubbard would have helped run defense but at the end of the day what they need in my opinion is still and they can't do it anymore what no. they what really hurt them in this game was when bj hill and dj reader go to the bench the guys that come in for them can't really stop the run and neither one's really a good pass rusher either we didn't see all the clamoring for Tufele all year and he didn't really do much as a pass rusher and he did a lot of negative stuff as a run defender. So it's tough. I think another issue that is very prominent in this game was if you have a good left tackle, the Bengals pass rush doesn't work that well. It's like you got to move Trey Hendrickson. Let's just give a I don't know
1: why they don't, though.
0: Because he used to be um, a third. So he can rush from either side, from what I understand. I think I mostly saw him rush from the offensive left like that. But my goodness, Laramie Tunsil is on one side, and the other side is George Fant. Get him against George Fant. Do that. Like He doesn't need to run against Laramie Tunsil every now. (laughs) Tunsil's a really, really good tackle. So when I'm watching that, that stuck out to me as like they shouldn't need the other edge to be healthy because that side's weak. Like They should just move Osai Murphy and Sample over Tunsil on pass rushdowns and then run – Hendrickson off the offensive right side, but for whatever reason they don't do that. Even when Hubbard misses time, so I don't know. I, I think Hubbard was missed. I just I, I also think T was missed. I
1: yeah, and I I, pro- I hate saying it like that because T is obviously missed on the offense. But I felt like the biggest problem was the defense.
0: Yeah, well, the first half was brutal. Like after that yeah. first drive, I don't know if you were – like that first half was so many. Yeah, but it, I mean, guys weren't getting open, they couldn't block, and then when they they couldn't run the ball because of that, they couldn't throw the ball because the guys weren't open right away, Yeah, it breaks down, he dumps it off to a check down, and that guy's getting swallowed up immediately. So that felt so much like cramped, and that's why I liked in the second half when they opened it up and started taking those shots down the field, it felt like... Maybe I can find it somewhere, but Burroughs average depth of target in the first half versus the second half is probably like four to ten. It felt so different when I was watching yeah. that second half of this game. But I also think that it sure would help to have
1: yeah. of course having another number one yeah. wide receiver on the have field. A six
0: foot 100%. five gangly, you know. Believe big me, guy. if
1: somebody could tell me right now T. Higgins is gonna be healthy for Thursday night football, I'd be like, Let's go. That's great news. I just yeah, I just, well.
0: With Hendrickson, that, that might be the most <laughs> important yeah. one, but we'll see. I mean. Yeah.
1: it just The defense was really disappointing today, and I was expecting yeah, Unit yeah. to take care of a rookie quarterback in C.J. Stroud. That's not taken away from C.J. Stroud. I know he's, a, he's like a, we've already talked about before, probably going to win rookie of the year. He can be in the MVP candidate conversation, but at the same time, the defense was really disappointing. Yeah. I secondary. Agree. We had
0: uh, 17 explosive plays today, the Texans did.
1: The secondary.
0: Yeah, Uh, well, it started (laughs) with the D-line, like you bring it up with Hubbard. Like, yeah, that was an issue, and they should have had another guy that could rush the passer. It's also – Hubbard's more of a run defender, but at the same time, he probably would be a better pass rusher than anybody they threw out there. Um, Murphy Osai sample. So maybe he'd log some wins against uh, Fant on that right side. But, yeah, the secondary, big letdown when Noah Brown is – Noah Brown averages 17 yards per game in his career. We talked
1: about him on Thursday's podcast. We yeah. said it. Noah now he Brown... has like
0: 260 yards across two games against the Bengals. It's almost 10 times his average.
1: So with with the secondary, I mean, there's so many people. You're going to go back and watch your tape. We're going to talk about it on Tuesday. But, you know, you can point at CTB. You can point at Cheeto. You can point at this, the safety position. It just it felt like the tackling was a problem, but also just, I don't know. It, it, was, it was pretty disappointing coming off the Bills game.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, for part of this game, it did feel like CJ Stroud would just fake a handoff, run around for a second and then just throw an 85 would be standing there wide open. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't understand 100% why that was happening, Um, because if I had to guess, it would be on the corners if anybody, so because you're not going to ask your safeties to take him man-to-man. I think Dax Hill had a battle with Dalton Schultz for a little while, a nice breakup, but also gave up a few plays. That's fine. The Noah Brown stuff was not fine. You're going to face much more difficult receivers. And was it a structural thing? Because that's also possible. Maybe it was something within the defensive structure that they just knew would get open, and there just wasn't an adjustment to fix it tough i i don't know it felt a bit like a lot of the issue was also the run past conflict and how bad they were at stopping the run with their front six so they had to get maybe maybe i haven't seen this so i'm not 100% sure but maybe the safeties had to come down a little bit or maybe the linebackers just have to commit harder to the run and that opens things up for these guys but when i watched i was like how's there not some type of adjustment to stop noah brown of all people i mean i don't Nico Collins missed this game, and it felt like, oh, okay, cool. Like the Bengals, you know, it's a little, a little uh, something. That, that's an important player for them. It didn't matter. Noah <laughs> Brown just did the same thing. And Tank Dell, he's a he's a solid short he receiver. He's a good player. Um, Robert Woods, fine. Mechie, fine. You know, Schultz, pretty good tight end. They've got some weapons, but this is not the most dangerous offense they'll face all year. I just don't understand how – I mean, you're going to commit more resources to like a Stephon Diggs and a Tyreek Hill. Like maybe the idea is just like Lou has his guys in man against Noah Brown. He's just beating him, and he's like, I'm not going to commit a bracket to Noah Brown of all people. Just step up your play, and they just couldn't. I don't know. We can't see down the field during broadcasts, so I just have to be left wondering how 85 was wide open every time that CJ Stroud threw the ball. But – Is what it is. I mean, you got to fix that if that's a structural thing for sure, though, because other teams will find that if that's a real issue, other teams will find that and they will start exploiting it. And then you have a real what turns from a small leak of water getting into the boat becomes a gaping hole. And now you're like, okay, we got to patch this hole because we can't have every team just run the same play and it beats us.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. It was just as I would say overall right now, and obviously you'll go back and you'll watch the tape, but it just felt disappointing from a lot of the playmakers. But honestly, it was more for me for the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, you can point at Tyler Boyd dropping the ball. You can point at the red zone interceptions, but overall, you just can't you can't give up that much at home. Um, you know, like you said before, you're going to see better competition on the offensive side of the ball. It felt like such a good opportunity with the Ravens losing today and then you drop that game at home, an AFC matchup at home, have the opportunity to win it, and now you're on a short week, which – that Baltimore game, you said this wasn't a must win, and, and that's totally fine. And I'm not one of those, the season is over right now. I tr- I do not believe that. Um, I, you, When you have Joe Burrow, you have the best chance. I truly feel he is the best quarterback in the AFC North. Um, it's unfortunate for some of the losses. I would look at the Baltimore Ravens game when he wasn't fully healthy, and I look at this game where there were opportunities and you want those games back. But unfortunately, that's the way the ball rolled, and I agree with you. You can look back in 2021. You can look back in 2022, and they've always kind of had those games right around – this period of time of the schedule they're at five and four similar similar to the last two years um but just kind of overall thoughts as we we wait more news for trey hendrickson he is getting an mri but um reporters from the locker room said he didn't really see a limp when he was walking around in there but of course the mri will show more and uh details to come on on if he'll be able to go on thursday but just your overall picture when you look at the state of the cincinnati Bengals right now
0: I don't know. You gotta beat these teams to make to win a championship anyway. I mean
1: yeah.
0: it's not just that you have to beat the Texans and then you can lose games to the Ravens and these hard opponents. You have to beat these hard opponents. If the Bengals are a true champion, they can split with the Ravens. They could split with the Browns. They can beat the Jaguars, the Chiefs, which they've they've done this for the past two years. So maybe there's some overconfidence there on my part of them being able to win tough games, but they usually play up to their opponent. The idea that they're going to get go into Baltimore and get dog walked on Thursday night. I don't see it. Like it could happen. Sure. Why not? Like, sure. I, I guess it could, but I don't see them going in there and just getting destroyed like games over by the end of the first quarter and people are tuning out. Like I think it's yeah. going to be a game that goes down to the wire It went down to the wire when Burrow was on one leg. I think he's playing better. Maybe they're without T. Higgins. We don't know. We don't. Maybe they're they're without Trey Hendrickson. We don't know. Um, For what it's worth, I believe Pro Football Doc uh, said he thinks it's a MCL sprain. He did not say tear, which... If they drop a game to the Ravens, I'm still not out. I mean, five well, and five is... I'm
1: not. For some reason, yeah. I, I, I don't count them out when they have Joe Burrow. I truly don't. I well, think ten and
0: gonna, seven to me is probably enough to get you a seven seed. And then I don't really... Like, they're a team in the playoffs that I think they've won so many road playoff games.
1: Yeah, I'm not worried about road. I'm, so not, I'm not. Honestly, I'm not at not the, the end of the day, it's it's when you... And I'm not even trying to think about postseason right now. But I think we can both agree. Season on over today, you're five and four. You have a Baltimore Ravens game. You want to win that game because it's AFC North, but at the same time.
0: Like that might – like if you lose to the Ravens here, that might put you out of the AFC North yes. race.
1: Yes. I truly yeah, believe that just because it, everybody it else because is playing well. Season, yeah. Yeah.
0: Like they could draw the Ravens in the wild card round, be fully healthy, and then win. Like I, I I don't know.
1: That's I can see that. He, he, he arrow be. had to
0: go to the Super Bowl. I'm not, yeah. I don't think it's crazy to think they could win some of these games. I, I just think – I mean, some people go over the top with the, their post-game reactions. This just no. – they could win. They could win. They could lose. If I had to pick right now, I, I'd pick the Ravens to win that game. But okay. I, I to me, it's like a 60-40 game. Like, I don't yeah. think it's something that they have a big advantage. Got to see some of this injury news. Got to see the Ravens injuries news. I don't know anything about their – like, did they have injuries? I have no, no idea. clue.
1: I have no clue, but I I will say this. I could see this in Bengals. As we're recording this right now, it's November. I could see them getting like a wild card position. And this is just me being optimistic as we end the show. But I could see them finding that way to sneak in, get a wild card, and then at some point see the Chiefs. In the divisional round and find a way to win. Like they're just, I, I just, I can't count them out. The way they I, I know today was disappointing. I was in the stands and I, you could really tell a lot of people left. They're like, man, you had the opportunities. They truly did at several times. But they didn't deserve same,
0: it though. I mean,
1: like, I mean, I don't, I don't. The whole deserving to win, deserving to lose thing. I would just say that there was. Well, so I just many-
0: think the Texans were the better team. Like actually, the Bengals defense, as bad as it was, like I think it was even worse, and they kind of played up to like what we what what I think some fans of other teams say when they look at stats is just like, oh they're just a lucky defense. They kinda were like a fumbled snap and then a 50-50 was that a fumble or an incomplete pass went their I way. Know. And that kept them in the game a little bit. Like, they were bad. They were bad. bad. They were
1: really bad. But that's the thing. Like, the first overall reaction is, oh, Tyler Boyd, you had that opportunity. And, like, look, I, I'm very disappointed that he didn't catch it in the end zone. But your defense has to get stops. We can look at the Baltimore Ravens game from week two and say the defense should have been able to get a stop there. And, unfortunately, they couldn't get a stop in that game. So, it's okay to point out that the defense wasn't good enough today. It just wasn't. And that's unfortunate because if you would have told me going into this game, I'd say I trust unit. I truly lose yeah. going to get it done. They're going to be able to do it. And it was, it was disappointing. You have to play better. You're going to be on the road versus Lamar. Obviously they're just coming off a loss to the Cleveland Browns. I need to go back and see how in the world they lost that game. Uh, but um uh, the
0: Browns ran the ball well, so that's probably not going to be something the Bengals do. But also I don't think that the Bengals are going to have as bad of a pass offense as what Deshaun Watson gave them. So who knows how no. they lose to the Colts too.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. And you could say the same thing to the Houston Texans. How do you lose to the Panthers? Panthers. Yeah. Um, I it think parity
0: in the league is just at an all-time high. Like any team could win, really. I mean, other than the teams that are like one and eight and the one starting Tommy DeVito, probably they're not going to win too many games. But when you look at a lot of this middle ground, like it's grown so much that there's not that much of a top class. Like every I'm team in the please. AFC feels beatable and every team in the NFC, Feels pretty beatable. I mean, even the Eagles, I think, are eight and one or something. Lost to the Jets.
1: Speaking of luck, if you watch some of how some of their uh, their games have gone this season, so I mean, it's sure. just
0: like you're always lucky when you win a lot of games. Yeah. Like that's yeah. kind of part of it too. I
1: mean, I, at the end of the day, I just think for the Cincinnati Bengals, like I've always kind of looked at it, is disappointing today as we're recording on a Sunday. It's a week by week league. Um, anything could happen. Obviously, hoping for good news. Best wishes for Trey Hendrickson. Hopefully, it's very minor. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be awesome if he was back for the Baltimore Ravens. But obviously, we have no news on what it could be. No speculation or anything like that. We'll wait until we record on Tuesday. Hopefully, there's a positive update when it comes to Sam Hubbard. I know they'll do the weekly check-in. Um, as as last week, Zach Taylor said T. Higgins was day-to-day. I know Ian Rappaport said it's a week-by-week thing. Uh, we'll see if he's able to go. And then Charlie Jones uh, maybe the return of Charlie Jones for Thursday night football, but it's a short week for the Cincinnati Bengals. And I agree with you. I think the overall reaction first is like, ah, that's disappointing. I know you can look at it and say that was a good game for the way they were able to come back down 10 late in the fourth quarter. Uh, but at the same time, the opp- opportunities were there for the offense in the first half and the second half that the defense couldn't, uh, they couldn't stop the Texans. So yeah, right.
0: first half, it felt more, offensively frustrating. And the second half definitely felt to me more defensively frustrating, but the defense was more of an issue throughout the game. You just, man, there's a couple missed opportunities. I mean, the game was basically just a couple different plays outcomes away from changing. And that's how a lot of football games go. And look, Great game. You lose these sometimes. I know the Bengals got used to winning a lot of these games in the second half of the year. Coming out, the one that's thirty, not twenty-seven, but uh, is what it is. And I think the Bengals are still a good team. I think they're still in the hunt for everything. Um, it's a disappointing end to what was a very good game to me. And I don't know. Maybe I am just like
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, when I got on here you and you're happy, I was like Man, too happy. <laughs> maybe it's because I just left the stadium. But yeah, it,
0: well, you know, that also I think like. I'm home alone, so, like, mm-hmm. I just got to process it by myself. I feel like if you are in the stadium, everybody is all, like, oh, angry. And your emotions. And your emotions
1: go from, no, they're yeah. going to lose this game by 10. Oh, my goodness, they're going to come back and tie it. Oh, they might have a chance to win. Oh, no, they just lost. <laughs> so, yeah. like it was, there was a lot of emotions when they, when they were able to, you know, they come back. I, I think we're all going to think about that last drive, that throw to Tyler Boyd. And, again, I'm not putting on Tyler. I've already said it. But, man, I think about it because it's like, ooh. Right there. That would have probably ended it. Um, because you, you know, the Texans would have had to and they were able to get down the field. So who knows what would have happened. But um at the end of the day, the Cincinnati Bengals, they fall to five and four and a little bit of a rut when it comes to the AFC North playoff picture. But the Baltimore Ravens did lose today short week for them when they faced a huge, huge game on Thursday night football. We'll talk later this week after you watch some of the tape. Maybe use the, I hate using it already, but I guess we're kind of in the middle of the season where we can say must wins are extremely important. Um, You know, especially if you want to stay in the AFC North race, but as of now,
0: AFC North, but not for the season, in my opinion, it's a, you, uh, you want to, you definitely want to, but if you lose, you're still in the hunt to me. Like, that's not like, ah, they're done. They're done. I
1: agree. I agree. I think, let me ask you this as we wrap up. Do you think 10 wins is enough for the wild card?
0: I think, uh, yeah, I mean, to me, that would be the goal I'd shoot for if – you know, sorry, that's not the goal I'd shoot for. That's what I imagine, like, the seven and maybe six seed have, and then your five seed probably 11-12 wins because that's usually the best non-division winner. Uh, ten wins, hard to come by. I mean, it's hard also. Okay. I still haven't gotten used to fully ten and seven. Like, is that more nine and seven or is that more ten and six? That 10 was and our school season.
1: Usually,
0: yeah, yeah, the – they were ten and seven. Yeah, yeah, and they won the won the division. So, uh, yeah, so I, I think ten and seven probably be enough to get you a seven seed. I think some people don't feel that way, and I don't know. It'll all
1: work out how it's supposed to. I'd have you to know?
0: look at the at, at the past winners, but the Steelers were in the playoffs two years ago and did not deserve to be there. So. <laughs> I don't know how many games they won as the seven seed like you you are now playing the hardest road like that stinks as a seven seed you got to go to probably I don't know maybe Arrowhead or somewhere week one
1: Miami or something
0: yeah to Miami just doesn't Miami I don't
1: believe them the AFC East everybody's every all the teams outside of the AFC North just feel like I don't know. I I mean, I
0: still think in my mind the Bills are better than Miami, and maybe that's just because I watched the Bills kill Miami. Miami's been swallowing these bad teams, but they haven't beaten the good ones yet. Yeah, the
1: Bills will win the division, honestly. I I truly feel like that. And the Um, Jags
0: just got trounced in San Francisco. I mean.
1: What happens if the the Texans sneak up on them? You know what I mean? Yeah, they
0: could be going to Houston.
1: (laughs) I don't know if I want to relive the. the, Yeah, that's,
0: that's 10 years of.
1: PTSD a little bit but uh but yeah the Cincinnati Bengals overall picture right now disappointed on the defense side of the ball yes offensively they had opportunities we'll get more updates on uh, some of the injuries uh when it comes to Sam Hubbard T Higgins and Trey Hendrickson hopefully when we record on Tuesday short week for the Cincinnati Bengals again as we mentioned big week versus the Baltimore Ravens make sure you follow Mike over on Bengals underscore sand you can check out his work all Bengals and follow me at LNDS Patterson thank you for always listening to it's always game day in Cincinnati